Hello and welcome to another bite-sized micro-content episode of the Ricky Long podcast. These episodes are always taken from kind of the common questions that I am asked on a daily stroke weekly basis on my Instagram stories. If you don't contribute to the Instagram stories, I would love to hear from you whenever anyone asks a question. It's always completely anonymous and quite a lot of the time if you answer sorry rather when I answer your question you will also get some sort of a DM from me um trying to just give that person who's asked the question just a little bit more value because when you do the answer on Instagram story you're kind of limited to 15 seconds and then what I do with these podcasts is about once a week maybe once every fortnight I'm going to take a common question of the week and flesh it out a little bit over a 10 minute podcast. So today's subject is kind of train to teach. So it's how to train when you teach a lot of classes. Now, whilst I haven't got this question specifically here, Ricky, how do I train to teach? I will get asked pretty much daily is some sort of training question from a group fitness instructor. So I've kind of taken a lot of that and put it in the one that and I've got, well, six tips on how you can train alongside a full week of teaching group fitness programs, whatever those group fitness programs may be. Some of these might really hit home with you and some of these you might already be doing and some of these may just not work. So let me jump into it. Point number one, train total body two to three times per week. So if you're teaching, let's say, 10 or more classes, it makes sense for you to do total body-based workouts in the gym. The reason for that is when you're teaching your classes, you're going to be doing multi-joint exercises throughout the whole class. So it makes sense for you when you're in the gym to be doing similar types of joint movements on the gym floor. It's also exceptionally time efficient. And this I'll cover this more in points later on, but the nature of the workouts you'll do on the gym floor, they will tend to be a little bit heavier than the workouts you'll do in a group fitness class. So it makes sense to get a total body strength workout done on the gym floor. So your classes are going to do that. So you should train for that effect. You know, if a marathon runner is planning on running his or her marathon at the weekend, they're going to spend the six months prior to that doing running training. So if you're planning to spend the next six months doing group fitness-based classes, it makes sense for you to train your joints in a way that's going to supplement and complement your group fitness classes. Point number two, to slightly contradict point number one, train body parts only one to two times per week. So the reason why you might want to train your body parts is you might have some areas you particularly want to build muscle on, you know, to stereotype maybe a couple of groups of people. Boys, you're probably going to want to train the arms. Girls, you're probably going to want to train the legs to make those parts of the body feeling aesthetically better for you. Now, I realize I've stereotyped there, and please do not take that as gospel. So train these body parts one to two times a week, but couple these on to your total body workouts as mentioned in point one. So if you're going to the gym and you're doing your total body workout, which might be five sets and legs, five sets and push, five sets and pull, well then maybe do two or three sets after that on a specific body part. 
that is the hack. You hinge them on to your total body workouts. <laughs> uh, point number three, and this one is, this one's interesting. Only work to a seven out of 10 on your intensity scale. So that means when you go to the gym floor, do not absolutely obliterate yourself. Do not go to the point of failure. Do not max your heart rate out. Do not get your, stay away from one rep maxes, three rep maxes. You don't even need to go to a five rep max. You kind of only need to go to technique failure. Technique failure will occur before absolute failure. Um, so the classic example of that is a deadlift. So most people, when they do a deadlift, will have a point where they can still lift the barbell off the floor and keep a safe hip hinge and a safe neutral spine. Then after that point, once they start to fatigue, their back will start to round. Now, it's still probably safe for a couple of reps, but they have reached technique failure. So what I'm saying is, if you teach a lot of group fitness classes, you do not need to go past technique failure when you're on the gym floor. Only go to 7 or 8 out of 10. And this will help your energy for when you teach your classes. So typically on the gym floor, most people will have one to two minutes rest. If you're a group fitness instructor, because you're only going to be going to 7 or 8 out of 10, you'll probably only need 45 seconds, maybe 60 seconds worth of rest because you're not pushing yourself to that absolute max out intensity. That's what your classes do. They tax your nervous system in that way. When you're in the gym floor, you're just trying to rev the engine up. Uh, where I'm at, point number four. Um, so when you're training in the gym, use simple sets or opposing muscle group supersets. So a simple set is, you know, five sets of five or three sets of 10 or I don't know, seven sets of 15. You do your 15 reps, you sit in your rest for 60 seconds, you do another 15 reps, 60 seconds rest, and so on. So the reason why simple sets work is kind of what I touched on on point number three is it helps your energy levels. It allows you to work at that seven or eight out of 10 intensity level, and it allows you to focus all your energy on your class later on. And then I've said about opposing muscle group supersets, so that's the example of I'll do a bent over row, maybe I'll do 10 reps of that, and then immediately I will do 10 push-ups. So I'm working the muscles on the back of the body, and then immediately I'm going to work the muscles on the front of the body, and then I'll take my rest. So supersets always work best with compound exercises. And when you do it that way, it's just a little bit more time efficient for you when you're in the gym, and it helps you work and adhere to that work in the total body you can hear the dog you can hear murphy that uh, work in the total body principle murph i'm trying to do a podcast murphy i'm trying to do a podcast <laughs> uh point number five and i've said this probably on every point so far use five by fives use four by sixes use three by eights stay in the kind of strength element of the training scale so You'll read and hear this in different realms. Anything up to seven reps is traditionally classified as strength. Anything from eight to 12 is typically classified as hypertrophy. Anything 12 to, I don't know, 15, 20 is muscular endurance. And anything over 20 is more muscular endurance. It depends what book you read and how that is kind of 
come across. Depends what what sports science this guy is explaining it to you. So yeah, use by five, five by fives, stay in the strength element. So as touched on before, in a group fitness class, you will never get a true strength effect. Just the nature of group fitness classes, they, they don't cater for that kind of fitness need. So that's why if you do it in the gym and then you use the class as kind of your conditioning element, you're getting a real, real kind of life hack of time and you're going to get the best of both worlds. So what you could do is a five by five squat session and then go in and do like an indoor cycling class, something to that effect. And you want to get your strength effect and then you're going to get muscular endurance and obviously your cardio if you're doing a cycle. And then point number six is train before your class. So to bring all the five points beforehand, you want to do total body. You want to do body parts at the end. You want to do working until you're seven or eight out of ten. You want to do simple sets. You want to use five by fives. You can do this all before a class. So let's take your three primal movements. That is a leg movement, which is a knee bend and a hip hinge. So that's a squat or a deadlift. You want to take your push movements with the upper body. That's a bench press or overhead press. And you want to take your pull movements. That's a bent over row or seated row. And you can put these all together. So you can do five by fives on a leg press, five by five on a chest press, five by five on a lat pull down. So assuming you're going to take 60 seconds rest, on each one, each each block of that. So each five by five should probably only take about ten minutes. So if you were if you had a class, pick a time at eight pm. You could come into the gym round about seven thirty. Do your five by fives on each movement pattern: legs, push and pull, and then get into your class for about five to eight or so. Because as I said, that should only take about 20, 25, 30 minutes. It just depends how strict you are on that rest time. Remembering you're only going to work the 7 out of 10. So that's the, that's the ultimate life hack I give to my clients is train before your class and use your class as your conditioning element. There is a way and possibility and argument to say you could do the exact same after the class. However, from experience, from dealing with many, many clients over years, your energy levels and your CNS system and more so your mental state after you do a group fitness class. You don't want to be in that building anymore. You certainly don't want to go to the gym and you're going to have very, very limited strength and energy levels to even pick up weights in the first place. It can be done. Some people do do it. Some of my clients have to do it just because of time. If it's, I call it, you know, kind of the last option where if it's all the only time you can get your weights in, by all means do it. Otherwise, try and do it before your class or at another point of the day. So you could, if your class is at 8 p.m., maybe go into the gym at 2, 3 p.m. As a group fitness instructor, we, we do tend to have a lot of time in the afternoon. So you could go into the gym at 2, do your 5 by 5 by 5s leave the gym at half 2, come home, do whatever else you got to do, school run, dinners, whatever, and then go out again to the gym in the evening. The point is that you're doing the workouts and using your classes to supplement the workouts you've just done. So that's it for this micro content episode, uh, kind of loosely titled, How to Train to Teach. Um, I'll probably think of a better title than that on the caption. Uh, so our six points is train total body, train body parts after the total body, work out to seven out of 10 only on your intensity scale, train in simple sets and or 
supersets on opposing muscle groups. Use five by fives and stay in the strength element of your rep ranges and train before classes. That's it for another micro content episode of the Ricky Long Podcast. When you screenshot these and put these on your Instagram story, I feel warm and bubbly inside and I love it when you do that. So please do that if you like this episode and let me know what you want to hear in more episodes like this. You can DM me or you can join in on my Instagram stories. Thank you and good night.